Hey, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you're interested in taking your vibration to the absolute next level, I have a online video course that is coming out real soon. And if you would like to be on the wait list so you can have access to this the moment it comes out, visit my website at gunsrosesandspirituality.com. Link in the description below. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I'm pretty sure it's recording. All right. Hey, everybody. Today, um, I have Karen Spear with me, and um, I'm really excited to bring her on because, you know, I've been so focused on Abraham Hicks teachings, teaching people how to raise their vibration, um, and just, you know, all the aspects of that from your thoughts to emotional guidance system to, you know, appreciation to intention to not getting triggered around your negative family members. And so um, she's somebody who I feel a lot of excitement to talk to because, you know, like she's someone who also is deeply into, well, Abraham Hicks material and just someone who I can always talk to and just expand my knowledge. Uh, yeah. So welcome. Thank you. So glad to be here. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Where do we start? So when I was uh, first talking to you, you said that you were, uh, when you were on the hot seat, because, oh yeah, so another thing, Karen has been on the hot seat, which is um, when you go to Abraham Hicks workshop, um, that means that you get to get on stage or whatever and speak and ask Abraham questions, which is pretty intense, right? So it was amazing. how was that? Yeah. So I um, have been in the hot seat twice. The first time, well, I guess let me just backtrack a little bit. So yeah, I yeah. found Abraham's teachings in February of 2018. And it really kind of, I grew up in a Christian home and I got saved at a very young age. And when I found Abraham, it just kind of filled in a lot of the holes that were missing for me in my inner being, you know, when I found her. Yeah. So when she was coming to Dallas, I live in Oklahoma City, Dallas is just a two hour drive. So when she was coming to Dallas, you know, I was going, I was going. And I literally got super sick, like that weekend, like had allergic reaction, yada, yada, yada. And I went anyway. And I was the first person that got picked in the third session. And it was kind of like, you know, I had a fangirl moment for real, Andy, you know, I love her them like so much. So it was like, as soon as she pointed over that direction, she was like, stand if you think it's you. And I stood up and I was immediately walking down the aisle to the hot seat before I even knew what was happening. And an interesting thing happened, you know, during our conversation, um, when I got the recordings in the mail, the conversation that I heard me have with her was different than I remember in the hot seat. When I was in the hot seat, it was kind of more direct, but I feel like it was kind of because you know, she can kind of see you. Yeah. And yeah. it was an amazing experience for sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, man, that's, I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. But so one thing I hear Abraham Hicks talk about is that when, when you're um, like, sometimes some people might not get the message immediately, even if they're in the hot seat, because maybe, I don't know, they're not in the receiving mode or, whatever, but sometimes when they get home and they replay it and they're 
I don't know, they're just in the more receptive mode. Or just whenever they get to that receptive mode, they get a different message too, like. Yeah, I really think it's whatever you're, you know, wanting to know, I think is led to you by your inner being and your guys. I mean, I'm sure you noticed that, Andy, when you have a question and then the next time you open YouTube, it's magically answered. Like, I don't think that's an accident. (laughs) I really don't. Yeah, yeah. that's that's something that I teach a lot, which is um, just, you know, when you have a question and I used to, whenever I have a question, I would just obsessively overanalyze these, this question. Um, or when I have an obstacle, I would obsessively overanalyze my obstacles. But now it's just completely different where I have a question, I have an obstacle, I immediately just chill out and just don't even think about it. I forget about it. I go on and enjoy my life and out of nowhere, right? Like just, I can't miss it. This is, it hits me like this, whether it's going on YouTube and randomly watching the most random video, the most random Abraham Hicks video or whatever. And then it just, well, do you right know there. why that is? Yeah. Because, well, because when you were focused on the problem, it's not right. the same vibration as the solution. And yes. Abraham talks about like, you know, whatever it is, like a relationship or a job, yeah. like you look at it like a stick. Yeah. And when you pick up that stick, there's two ends to it, wanted and the lack of it. So you're either focused on the having of that subject or the missing of that subject. But those are two very different vibrations. And so when you pick that stick up, just make sure it's a stick that you're going to lean the positive, you know, direction. Yeah, that's funny. The answer is amazing. You know, like you said, you'll be walking around and boom, there's the solution. Yeah, literally last episode, last Friday's episode, I literally talked about just this, this whole stick and the, the two ends of the stick. So it was pretty of funny. Which did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I so when I talk about um you have to vibrate at the level of the solution rather than the problem, I feel like um the way I interpret that is I don't even try to, let's say, um, okay, so a while back, I was making this, when I was making the video course, I got stuck around, like, I was making, like, so many videos, and then I was doing well, and then I got stuck when it came to the emotional guidance system, so, like, halfway through, and I just hit, like, this huge block, and, you know, like, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit more into experience with Abraham Hicks at that point, and I was like, okay, I'm literally gonna not even think about this for one second. I'm not gonna figure this out. So I literally put my, uh, turn the camera off, put put my laptop down, went, turned on my uh, TV and started playing Mario Kart. And I just started having a blast playing Mario Kart and just enjoying the rest of my day. And my old self would have been just, oh my gosh, like, should I say this? How do I get over this block? Like maybe if I just thought of it in a different way, blah, blah, blah. So. When I say, uh, anyways, long story short, next day, like next day, uh, out of nowhere, it all came to me, the perfect flow. And then next thing you know, I put out like 15 more videos and I'm explaining this in the way that I never knew how to explain. Like, so it all worked out and I didn't have to think about it for one second. So my thing is, um, when I say, um, you know, vibrate at the level of the solution, um, I think some people interpret it as like, okay, you ha- um, when you have a problem, you should be just thinking about the solution. And I think, I think that will work too. But I think the, my thing is when you have a problem, don't even, you don't have to think about the problem or the solution. For me, it's just 
keep your alignment, keep uh, vibrating high and just go well, enjoy your life. It's yeah. just like you said, the problem yeah. and the solution are opposite ends of the stick. Yeah, exactly. So you'll never find the solution focusing on the problem. Right. Never. I mean, so going right. and playing Mario Kart was the perfect thing that you could do because it right. got you happy. It allowed yeah. your vibration to rise. And then yeah. once your vibration rose, then all the answers effortlessly flowed in. Exactly. Welcome to alignment, Andy. Like, you've been killing it for a while. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, well, you see what I'm saying, though? It's that some people, you know, I've, who I've gotten feedback from about this subject is that they think that I'm saying that, okay, you need to just, let's say if they were stuck on the video course like I was, they think they would, they would think that the solution would be to brainstorm the solution, to be thinking about the solution to the video sit, like sit there and think about the solution to the video course and the like solution my, is not yeah. action the solution is alignment right in That's any way possible in, in yes alignment anyway you can go off and goof off with your friends and that will bring you all the answers you know you're in alignment right like, absolutely so um i just want to ask you this um just just to get your opinion but sure. people ask me how do you how do they how do you keep your faith like in knowing that hey look like this for example this video course is like it, it, it means a lot for my career and just everything I do right like it's a big deal um and it's just kind of like and you know people have financial things that they worry about and all these things right how do you just say okay I'm not gonna drop this I'm gonna drop this thought and not even worry about it and trust that if I somehow enjoy my life get connected that it's gonna come like how do you trust like that for you well when it's a big desire yeah you know that sounds like a, a big desire yeah. so you know honestly it's very simple and you might not like what I have to say but this is what I do What's up? like when it's something very big I always care more about how I'm feeling than anything else mm -hmm. so whenever I you know, whenever I'm thinking about something, if it seems big, that's, you know, when your emotional guidance system you're talking about, that's when that comes into play for me. How do I feel right now? And I really think that there is a lot of value in seeing yourself on the other side of the project. Okay. Instead of spending time, you know, I mean, how am I gonna put this together and whatever, spend some time, yeah. 15 minutes, you know, in your meditation or whatever, visualizing yourself on the other side. You know, yeah. I've, yeah. I've helped all these clients. I have this amazing course. How does that feel to you, Andy? How does it feel to have your masterpiece completed? Because it is done. Source has done it. It is done in the vortex and all you have to do is align with it. And that's what you come back to. You're like, it's done. I asked for it. It is yeah. done. And all you have to do is allow. That's it. Yeah. So, my thing has always been like hmm how do i say this because I, I agree with everything you said but i just think like people interpret that as like um because you know my thing is hey you just like i said you just feel good however you can um but uh with what you said i feel like people interpret that that as okay you must be visualizing the solution like you must no, be feeling you don't Mm -hmm. There's no must. Mm -hmm. You can't get it wrong. Yeah. Okay, so please don't ever take what I'm <laughs> saying to 
as what anyone should do. Like my advice to everyone is to find out for yourself what works for you, what you believe, ask yourself those questions. So, you know, I'm just saying what works for me and what works for me and what makes me feel good is to, you know, to feel the feeling as if it's already happened. Yeah. And that has, you know, proven itself effective in my life as an additional tool to whatever else, you know, you want to do. And then a lot of times if it's something big and this is probably not, I just turn my attention from it. Like you said, and then come back to it later, like you did. And then the things flow in. So I do pretty much a lot of the same things that you're doing as far Mm -hmm. as taking a break, recentering, aligning, and then letting it come. How much of um, align? How much do you focus on just simply alignment and getting in the vortex versus specific manifestation type of you know like visualization or just thinking about your one hundred percent more like one hundred to zero. I would oh, about about which one more getting in alignment. alignment. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that is the ultimate goal for me. Love it. Like. Alignment and when I, you know, you know, I meditate. I've meditated for over 550 days. And stopping thought is a beautiful thing. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. And when you stop thought and, you know, your cork floats up the top and, and your vibration raises, yeah. things effortlessly fall into place the law of attraction gathers all the components and and you and for me feeling good it's like magic kind of it's like you just feel good and all of a sudden like you know for example i had a client email me you know i own my own business i'm a paralegal i'm a paralegal company but i have that's my human thing I do here. So anywho, I had a client call me and I did some paperwork for her and then I had to go to Abraham, you know? And so we met the Monday that I got back from the show. And when I met her, it was like, nobody else would talk to her but me. Um, she had just found Abraham's teaching. She had just moved to Oklahoma City from the Bay Area. She had a religious mother that she was hurting over, you know, not agreeing with her beliefs and we had a conversation about just allowing her to be where she was and so that to me is you know beautiful that's when you make money you are aligned with the right people the right clients for you and that did not come from effort that came from me meditating every day and me aligning and then boom I got an email hey I need some work done so I can't really action my way into anything I can just align and be inspired to and I'm willing and open to whatever that is like I don't have a like of course we have desires that we want but I always say it's this or something better don't ever limit the universe you know so that kind of helps me also you know feel good and flow into things if you will Okay, that that goes perfectly with um, what I talk about, which is um, ninety nine percent alignment and like one percent freaking action. Like, <laughs> and I, I get, 
I mean, I don't, my audience, my following and everything, they're pretty like friend, they're really friendly and they resonate heavily. But you know, like sometimes my, my tweets gets seeped into more just regular human t- Twitter. <laughs> and, um, you know, pe- you know, people are like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like 1% action? Like, man, what is wrong with you? Like, um, but like, I can just, I have such a freaking testimony for this because like, I, I became conscious at a very young age, even though, you know, at the beginning, nothing was working for me. Like, you know, but I wasn't like, I was since the seventh grade, like, you know, but I was conscious, not in like a, not in like a spiritual way. It was just kind of like, oh, I discovered the internet. I discovered self-help. Like I discovered like things like that. And so from early age, I was always trying to figure out how to be productive. Like, how can I be productive? So I spent my whole seventh grade to high school to college um, trying to schedule a routine, build good habits, make a list, um, you know, all these like really mundane, um, but, you know, like effective personal development type stuff. And so I've always, you know, trying to do like that whole, okay, schedule a two to four hour block and just work and work. And I would do it for like a day or two and stop and it would just never catch any momentum and that's been like my whole life up until really recently when uh june 5th that was the day june 5th was the day where i was in court because you know i caught a felony a while back and then i realized okay time to raise my vibration because you know at that time i was present i was just practicing presence and i realized okay that's not the highest vibration and that's that moment because you know i was surrounded by like like criminals and low vibrational people it was the moment of surrender it was the moment of realization that, hey, you don't have a high vibration, buddy. Like, you just, yeah, man. So, you're right. Um, anyways, June 5th, I raised my vibration. And so, like, before that, right, like, I, I try to be productive. I try to write books. I try to make courses. Try to build a following. I had a website, a blog. No momentum. Nothing ever. I'm no fruit from my hours of labor from the past. Um, but you know, a part of it was the fact that I also couldn't ever stick to a schedule. You know, I'm the type of guy to work out for a week and then like never work out for like a whole month. Right. And then try to get back to it. And then, right. not, you know, traditional, pretty traditional. I feel like, um, anyways, so fast forward. Um, so June 5th to now it's what well, it's been like five months and some, and some change. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I literally don't do anything that I don't want to do. Literally everything I do, even my course, even my podcast, everything I do with my, um, I'm just going to call this my online business because that's what it is, right? This is my career and future, um, in my opinion. Or, uh, and anyways, minimal effort. I only worked on a video course, the book and just podcast and just Twitter, right? Like just, only when I enjoy it, literally only when I enjoy it. And so just like minimal effort, right? And in this short span of time, really, really like actually like a less than a three month span of time, you know, I, my following went from 500, it took me six six months to build 500 followers. And now it's at 5,000 something, almost 6,000, right. right? Like effortlessly, like was the moment I raised my vibration, it was like, I don't know where. I totally resonate with that because before I became deliberately creating my life consisted of to-do list like literally to-do list 
my who and my do are two separate things. And I kept trying to, to tie what I was doing to who I was. And that is not the same thing. Wow. So, so what do you do now? I meditate and I <laughs> have discovered who I am. Okay. I connect with my inner being Love to my it. higher self. That is my who. What I do is irrelevant, kind of how I feel about it. I mean, what, not really irrelevant. How I do is separate. What yeah. I do is separate from who I am. Source wow. energy in a physical body, expanding consciousness for the entire universe with yeah. our thoughts here yeah. in physical form. That's pretty big, you know? Yeah. And when you connect with that, you know, you get inspired to do fun, amazing things. But I was, my life was just a bunch of to-do checklists. And then what jolted me awake, Andy, was honestly, somebody asked me one day, what do you do for fun? And I was stumped. I had literally not one thing to say that I did for fun. I did nothing for myself. I you know, just sacrificed all the time for your family. You put other others' needs first. I didn't feel worthy of any time with me. So that that's what really made me stop and think, oh my gosh, I don't do anything for fun. And then that led to Abraham and so on and so on, you know. Wow. Okay, well, there's a lot of things I want to like extend upon. Um, but let me just, one thing at a time, and it's just so, something that really caught, resonates with me is who you are. And um, I, I'm gonna, I want to just kind of offer kind of like my interpretation real quick. Um, and just, if you want to add anything, any of your wisdom, um, go ahead. But um, for those who might not understand um, about like, what is she talking, what the heck is she talking about? Like, what do you mean who she is? Um, my interpretation of that, right, is just like, we are, we are not just this physical body, we are also our inner being, right? Which is like the actual bigger part of us. You can call it your higher self or whatever, but it's like way bigger than just this flesh. And what happens when you raise our vibrate when we raise our vibration is our vibration raises and it becomes compatible. The way I see it, it's like we can become compatible with our with source and also with our higher self. So what happens is we access a bigger we have we basically energetically access the bigger part of us. We are now connected to the bigger part of us. And um, one thing I talk about is, you know, like when I'm out of the vortex, um, you know, like I will have, you know, the world feels and looks different. Like in a sense that if I get out of the vortex in the next hour or something, out of nowhere, I'm doubting. I'm like, oh my gosh, all the pro progress I made in the last five months, maybe that was just luck. Like maybe yeah. I'm just lying to myself, right? But then when you get back in the vortex, when you just relax um, or, you know, appreciate things or whatever. And it's like, Ooh, it feels like, right. Whoa, what? you know? Um, so you, so that's the beautiful part about raising our vibration is that we access who we really are, which is love and appreciation. And we just literally energetically become compatible and flow and access that. So we're literally accessing more of ourselves and just basically almost almost like unlocking our potential in some kind of weird way, right? And like, what also, do you for me, when I was doing those to-do lists and talking about who you are, I felt yeah. very disconnected from everything and everyone else. I, you know, I thought I'm, in, I'm on my own, you know, it's yeah. just me. Like, and we are, I believe, this is my, believe what you want. 
I believe I came from pure positive energy as did every other living being on this planet. Every tree, every animal, every other human came from the same source. We are all in this together. We are all going back to the same place. I'm you know, re-emerging into non-physical back to where we came from. And so when I meditated, I it opened me up and I became more connected, um, not attached, big difference, just connected to everything. And, and knowing that you are that same source as I am, you know, is an amazing thing. I mean, I feel that's who we are. Who we are is the non-physical part of us. The, the non-physical part of us, in my opinion, is here in a matrix. And, you know, we got to sign these physical bodies. And we're here in earth school learning soul lessons for the benefit of the universe. And that's just how I, I feel about it. You know, believe what you want. Ask yourself what you believe. Don't take my words for it. But I'll be with Andy in the vortex. You're welcome to join us. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Um, Pre-life, right? Sure. Let's that go is, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre-life is really, for me, um, what's the word? Underestimated. I feel like our, for me, I feel like just coming from a spiritual back, background that wasn't Abraham Hicks, that was a lot of different things. I mean, even before, you know, when I, I was also religious, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, and, um, and then now, you know, and then, you know, I went just the whole Zen Buddhist type of right. enlightenment type of path, right? And, you know, karmic type and to now where um i what i really resonate with is that we came from pure positive non-physical like not in like a that's right negative, right Tell me, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um well i think that is so important because um for me and i don't know if you resonate with this but we because i just don't believe we came here number one we didn't come here to suffer absolutely not I understand the contrast. I understand con contrast is great for us. But, you know, uh, coming from a spiritual background of karmic wheels and just, hey, you're probably a shitty person in your past life and that's why you're, you have trauma in this life or something. Um, or just, just kind of like having a mindset of, or just even like the mindset of like, oh, we have to atone ourselves for our sins. Absolutely. To, you know, you know, like that type yeah. of thing. Um, I believe that too. What I believe now is that, um, you know, we come, like, you know, we come to experience joy. But yeah. I believe that here's the thing if we were to just stay pure positive life and we didn't come to earth and we never incarnated as a human and we just stayed there, you know, and let's say we learned from source what hate, envy, jealousy is all of these things. And we're like, sure, yeah, that's what it is. And I would never do that. Well, if you don't incarnate into a human soul and experience those lower vibrations, how will you ever appreciate the light for what it really is? And I believe that that's, you know, kind of, for me, you know, I, I did ask myself that for a long time, like, why even come here? Like, why would we even come here if we were with Source? Well, we came here for the joy of it, and we came here to expand the universe, and we came to, I feel, the lowest vibrational place to raise it, 
to raise yeah. the vibration of the planet. And I'm just, you know, I don't know why I volunteered for this earth school. Like my soul was like, just sign me up for all the hard lessons. We're going to give it one go this time. And, you know, I'm sure I did that. Like, wouldn't you, Andy, like if before you incarnated, if they were like, Andy, you can have an easy life and just do the, you know, you know, blue collar, you know, all this stuff, or you can be super enlightened and sign up for all this trauma and it's going to grow your soul in an amazing way. I oh promise you, my cocky soul was checking all of those boxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> check, check, lost, yeah. check. Yes, I, I want to do all of that for the growth of my soul. And I can oh. totally hear my guides probably saying, you sure you want to do that, Karen? You sure you want to sign up for all that? Sure, yeah, sign me up. And I totally believe that you probably did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nowadays, I literally wake up every morning when I get in the shower, I always kind of, have this thought which was damn i'm really enjoying this now because before it was like oh, why do i sign up for, for this but nowadays it felt like i don't want to sound too cocky on air right now um but like you know it feels like wow i feel like almost like a demigod in a sense of just kind of like i feel like you know, so blended with source i feel so powerful and i feel That's exactly how the invincible exhilarating yeah. it's all in your mindset you can create this heaven here with your source or you can stay stuck in your limited beliefs and create your hell here those it's are your crazy. options i mean it's, it's all up yeah. to you yeah yeah i mean and it's just kind of like you know uh as a kid you know i was always visualizing myself as like you know, I was used to be really sad and depressed and whatever, and life sucked. And in my getaway was I would totally escape into my imagination and I would imagine all these or like these movies and books basically of me being a hero and like all this stuff. But but now I'm like, I don't know. Now I feel like the main character, the hero. Not, not you are the hero. Be the hero, Andy. You're the hero of your own story. Be the hero. hero. Have you ever read Percy Jackson ever? Like probably not, right? That's for kids, probably right? Not. Okay. Well, Percy Jackson is he's like Zeus or Poseidon's son, right? So he has like he he starts off for pretty normal. Zeus's and... son is named Percy Jackson. Poseidon. Okay, Water. I was like, what the heck? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but it, it, well, it's it's a book. It's not actual mythology, but like okay. um, but it's like, it's just the whole idea is like he's like half half man, half god, and he has he you know you know typical, but like that's how are. I. Yeah, and that's how I feel like it's physical blended with source, uh, yeah, source energy, the spiritual source energy, right? And it's just kind of like my superpower is is in my alignment. The more I'm aligned, it's just like the happier you are, and the happier yeah. you are, the more great things that come. And yeah. it's amazing that like it's almost funny that it took me so long to convince myself that feeling good was good. That's crazy, right? It yeah. is crazy, like. <laughs> Me too. Like it took me forever to just accept that. Like it's okay to feel good. Like I really wore, like you said, my suffering as a badge of honor. Here, let me tell you what I've been through so you can feel sorry for me and I can be stuck in the same repeating patterns. I'm you know, stop speaking that mess. Like start speaking it how you want it. Change yeah. it. So, yeah. yeah. Um What about meditation? Because you talk about meditation quite a lot, right? Or you love not talk about it, but you definitely live it. And that's something I've recently started to incorporate because I come from 
background of Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle which yeah. is just be present, right? And Eckhart I love Tolle, that book. Yeah. Well, I had this huge present awakening moment before I read the book. Um, actually, you know what's funny? Reading the book actually kind of lowered my pre- um I don't know how to say this, but it kind of like lowered my presence because before, you know, I had that crazy experience where I learned how to focus on one thing at a time and finally this mental hell right. shut down. And that was like the most euphoric two, three months to a year of my life. And then, you know, I started reading or during that process, I was reading Eckhart Tolle more, but, you know, I was kind of like more just picking up concepts and stuff. And then I became too immersed in concepts rather than, I don't know. Well, like, what meditation did for me was yeah. like you, I grew up in church and yeah. I want, I think we all kind of want a connection to God or a higher, you know, power, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And I've always, but what I found when I went to church was judgment. And what I found when I went to church was fear. And, you know, there was love there too, but just for me and my experience, I learned judgment sitting in a pew. When I began to meditate and I sat down and I closed my eyes and I focused on my breathing and I stopped thought, that's when I was able to meet God for me was stopping thought, you know, and just being here and realizing that I am physical, but I'm also non-physical and connecting with that non-physical part of me and feeling that love and approval and that unconditional love and approval was, it's an ecstasy feeling for me. Like it's just where I go to quiet my mind and connect with source and, and, and just let my mind stop. There's just something powerful about stopping thought. Like my, I'm a very high driven person. And I, when I first started <laughs> meditating, I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. No way. And it does take a lot of re, you know, bringing your focus back and, you know, a thought comes and you release it and a thought comes and you release it. And then before you know it, you know, you will get to that place where it's ultimate peace. And, and you connect with that soul part of you when your mind's not working and your ego's not going and all this momentum's going when you stop all of that that's when you find who you are because you're not doing anything you're just being you know but that's how, that's how it worked for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's something i recently been starting to incorporate um and that because um like i said like i i Eckhart Tolle, he doesn't really recommend meditation. He just recommends you don't need meditation because you can be present, you know, just in your daily lives. So that's kind of always been my mindset until, you know, I got more into Abraham, Abraham Hicks and just listening to her, uh, them, them talk and um, kind of realizing the importance of meditation. But even then, I still prioritize to this day, like appreciation for like, I master, I really, I feel like I first dedicated myself to master just just deliberate thinking thinking into a high vibration thought rampage whatever but lately i've been feeling the calling to incorporate more meditation um but so this is a great topic for me to talk to you about because i'm just so like literally i have so many questions um so 
let me ask you this like real quick how often do you med how long do you meditate for now 15 minutes still at least still? 15 minutes a day in the morning yeah and sometimes i'll meditate at night too sometimes i'll listen to a 15 minute guided meditation and then you know sometimes i'll listen to one in the bath but i for sure set a time at the yeah. beginning of my day you know it's non-negotiable for me I love it. I love yeah it. just because that to me it's just it's time for karen it's like i'm putting aside this time for karen and her inner being i'm going to sit down and breathe and i'm going to start the day with my vibration as high as it can possibly be and then you know you might throw on some good music and dance in the bathroom the entire morning like there's no wrong way to raise your vibration it's just for me i i think a lot like my brain was always on overdrive so i found a lot of value in just stopping thought wow you know that's powerful so did you start off with 15 what was day you're like on day 500 something yeah. right like, okay so oh. i started off um i used an app called insight timer and they have, you can pick meditations by time. They have like zero to five minutes, five to 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. And they have guided meditations or you can just set a timer. So when I first started, I would start, you know, with a guided meditation and I really, I really liked them. I mean, it's just what worked for me. And then once I, you know, started meditating more and more. It was kind of a distraction to me to listen to somebody. Yeah. And so I would just set the timer. Yeah. And so I started meditating with the timer and then that kind of evolved to, you know, now I have it <laughs> like, this is so weird. I have an essential oils diffuser at the side of my bed. Okay. And it just makes this nice, you know, sound and yeah. kind of gurgles sometimes. <laughs> so right now that is, you know, you just want to focus on something that you don't care about. It's just going to, yes. that you're not, and, and the key for me is to, so you don't just sit there with the diffuser on and just sit there. You focus on the diffuser, focus on the sound, because when you're focused on the sound, the sound's not important to you, and that's when the thoughts will stop. But if you don't focus on that sound and, and breathe, you know, it, it's harder for me, you know, it's harder to reach that meditative state. That was kind of the trick for me. The trick for me was I gotta, I gotta bring my focus back or, you know, the thoughts are gonna come quicker. But it, I just, you know, 15 minutes a day, I, I'm, I don't do anything crazy. Like I don't sit around and meditate for two hours. Like, <laughs> I just don't, don't do So um, the main point of the meditation is to, detached from your mundane thoughts right from your for me it's before i started meditating when i would wake up in the morning um it's kind of like every everything started coming in i, I gotta get ready i need to do this i need to do that those to-do lists started coming back in and um i never i never gave any thought to how do i want this day to go you know, I never set any intentions for the day. I never asked my guides, angels, God for help before the day. Like I just woke up and went into go mode. And so for me, waking up and meditating in the morning from make sure that I'm focused on what I'm thinking about. Like, and also I feel like it's, 
it's been kind of a self-love thing for me. It's kind of like this time is sacred for Karen. Like I'm taking these 15 minutes for me in this morning. And before for 40 years, I wouldn't take five minutes for me, you know? So it's just kind of a, kind of a date in the morning, if you will, with, with me and my inner being. And the, the benefit of it is, you know, I have not, I mean, it, your day, my days just go so much better now that I'm meditating <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Um, Abraham talks about how when you meditate, when you focus on the air conditioning or just something you don't care about, like a diffuser, like your breath, um, you reached up, you quickly, you know, she said, or they say like 15 minutes, 20 minutes in, you reach a point of like a detached, like a detachment and, you know, like you detach from your mundane thoughts and you kind of connect more with your inner being. Um, do you, is that, is that what you, is that what you experience? And at what point? I really think that it's, I think it's different for everyone. Okay. You know, I think, but I think everyone experiences something different, but for, this is what it's like for me. For me, whenever I reach that metaphoric state, even though my eyes are, I close my eyes and I focus on the point between my eyes, you know, your third eye, I'll focus on the third eye loosely while I breathe. And it's shocking to me that it's brilliant. I see brilliant light, like it's golden, like when, and you would think that it would be bl blackness when you're meditating. And so when I focus on my third eye, and then sometimes like I'll, when I'm inhaling, I'll inhale, you know, like I inhale relaxation and I exhale stress, you know, and I might say that and I can feel my body, you know, relax a little more. But the euphoric feeling for me is when the thought stops. And like sometimes there's been times where I'll, I'll, I'll be circling, like, oh, and, then, and then other times when I come out of meditation, like I won't be able to feel my feet or my hands for a little bit when I, when I wake when I come back conscious, like it takes a minute to, and I'm like, well, oh, that must've been a good one. <laughs> you know, if I lost, you know, feeling. So, I, I, but I do think that it's different for everybody. And I don't think there's, you know, just relax and stop thought and it, don't expect, you know, some big loud voice in the size like you've reached the peak of meditation and I'm going to transmit to you now. Like, it's not like that. Like you okay. don't go into it trying to get anything out of it, but stopping your mind and connecting to who you really are, that mm -hmm. inner source part of you. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, this is perfect for me. Like, this is why I love having my own damn podcast. Like, I ask questions that I want to hear. Like, you know, like. That's hilarious. <laughs> it, you know, it's, yeah. I listen to, I listen to, you know, all these podcasts and stuff in the past and I'm like, asking this question, asking that question. Now I get to have people on and I get to ask wherever my curiosity takes me. But I want to stick, um, stick with this meditation real quick, um, which was, okay, so do you focus on your, the third eye area or the diffuser yes. or what is? I focus, I look with my eyes. When my eyes are closed, I'll focus on my third eye and I'll focus my attention on the sound of oh. the diffuser. Okay, 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 so okay. That's just what I do. Like, you know, I, I, and 
I'm not sure, like, I don't know when that started happening. <laughs> like before, I would just close my eyes and breathe. And a lot of people will, if they can't stop, get their thoughts to stop, a lot of teachers will recommend counting your, your breaths, like counting in, you know, for, for the account of four and holding for three and breathing out on account of five. So it's just whatever works for you. But I stopped counting my breath long ago because I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I just want to make it clear real quickly. The point is to detach from your thoughts, right? So just for anybody listening, it's just the point is to, I guess, stop feeding these thoughts that we're having, basically, and just um, either either detach from all these thoughts or focus on something really just... Um, you don't care you about like, right, right. Right. Like, you know, just air conditioning or whatever, just focus or your breath. If you know, if you don't have any noise around you, which I doubt, um, but if you don't have any noise or, you know, you can focus on your breath, which is something you just, you can think about and you're not going to judge. Like you're not going to be thinking, Oh, I have better. I had better air conditioning. I had better breath. You know, like you just, right. or, you know, I've, I've heard better noises. It's just something that you can just focus on and something neutral. Basically you can focus on and, when you can use that as a way to detach. I mean, there are a ton of, you know, health benefits to meditation. Like you can look online, like it lowers blood pressure. It lowers your stress level. Like there is, there is no down side to meditation. And from Abraham's teachings, like, and for me, my purpose to stop thought is for my cork to raise back up. Like when we stop, like you said, doing that thing we do and repeating those thought parts, we stop momentum we're going to naturally rise to meet our inner being because that's who we are. It is law. We will inev- you will inevitably just lift up and be in that, you know, vibrational state. Okay. Before we talk about the cork floating, I want to ask you, um, there's, for me, there's almost two ways to be present or stop thought. One is like you talked about, it's like a more of a focus, focusing mechanism of just, you know, kind of like focusing on one thing at a time versus I have a detachment mechanism where it's just kind of like, it's more like a sitting back and relaxing and it's just kind of like a, it's the opposite of focus. It's just kind of like complete detachment and that can pause. It's just, it's natural to me now. It's just detached. Like I'm just literally the, space for everything to flow through like i don't even know how to explain it like it's literally my my most relaxed state like my most i, mean, I don't know I used to set reminders on my phone reminders yeah. on my phone that said lower your shoulders unclench your jaw release yeah. the tongue from the roof of your mouth and exhale yeah. all the way out and right. just doing that and relieving that stress i mean i'm no expert but i have to believe that that increases your you know vibrational set point at some when you're not tense and in a you know so it's like doing that but instead of physic instead of just physically it's also consciously almost like you're conscious like you're um you know I, I can't I really can't explain it it's just natural to me but um what do you have to say to that because I recently you know I I, I don't meditate every day but just just about every day now um it's like it's really recent that I've started to meditate um and for me, you know, for whatever reason, I just like to, 
just simply sit there and just be detached. I'm not even like focused on my breath or, um, you know, or, or just air conditioning. I'm focused or I'm just literally detached. Like that's my operation. Um, but I feel like maybe it's easier to get swayed by my thoughts if I'm in detached rather than focused. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's a hard just, to hit I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Deta- I mean, the goal of focusing on the diffuser is detachment. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's so just a different if you're view. able to yeah. detach yeah. without needing to focus yeah. on anything, then good for you. Like, do whatever works for you. <laughs> okay, like, okay. But that's the goal. Like, it, you know, just to kind of, like you said, I don't think there's anything wrong with coming back to the present. Even if you just take a moment to, you know, inhale, you know, I'm here right now. Like, and just bringing yourself back to the present. Whatever works for you, yeah. really. Like, there's no, there's no right or wrong way here <laughs> is how I feel about it. Okay. All right. I just wanted to get your insight yeah. on that. Um, that's how I feel about it, too. It's just, um, I don't know. I just, because Abraham always talks, just she usually emphasizes on focusing on something. Um, it's just that every time I try to focus on something, I always want to reta- return to this detachment. Um, but I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. But I yeah, think you'll whole, figure it out. Yeah, I think the whole third eye thing is really cool, though. Like that's yeah. that's something. Cause just looking right here makes me see like lice. Like you know, like it's um. So, that's awesome. I can't believe yeah. you've not ever just relaxed and looked. You know, at your third eye. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm scared now, Andy. Oh my gosh, you're gonna start and you know meditating and. And all the downloads I, okay. are gonna come, and okay. we're gonna get all this great <laughs> stuff now. Whenever I don't know if I'm just, cause I'm low key. I'm a really skeptical guy, and like, um, I'm a real practical guy. I get skeptical too, but it's kind of like when I focus right here, I get this weird feeling in a good way, though. It feels like something's activating right here. I don't know, like, but I, at the same time, I'm just like Andy, you're tripping. You're making this up, you know. But I just feel like. It's weird when I just focus right here on my third eye. It's like, yeah, there's just like this weird feeling I get, but in like a good way. I don't know how to explain it. So drive for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, but my, I guess my skepticism, my doubt in my head is saying, okay, you're. Well, well first of all, when you're standing right here, you're kind of cross-eyed and like, I don't want to <laughs> end up with cross-eyed, but which I'm oh, not. But just relax and yeah. focus there. Don't. Yeah, there you go. Just relax and focus there. <laughs> All right, be right back. Gonna go meditate. But yeah, um, that's but yeah, but um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll try that out, and you got you guys will hear. I'm back serious. You better tell me how you know. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Just for a week, for one wow. week, you know. All right. All and right. you also know while you're over there, like, oh, I can't, you know, I kind of wanted to get on to you when you were talking about, well, I think this is going to happen, and I think this is going to happen. Well, whatever you think will happen. The law of attraction <laughs> will bring you evidence. Yeah. So yeah, you right. can, you know, sit there and think, like, oh, this isn't going to work for me, and then guess what? It's not going to work for you. Or you can just breathe, focus on your third eye, and meet me in the vortex. <laughs> All right, for sure. Um, I'm... I drank a lot of water, so... Yeah, we gotta um, go. I, I have to go, too. Okay. Yeah. Dang. I have so many I'm more sorry. questions. All right. Wait, wait. Um, how long? Do you have, like, 10 more minutes, or you gotta go, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, over 20 already. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <man. laughs> it's 9.20. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'll man. come on again if you want. Like, I don't mind. All right. Well, I'll ask these questions off air. 
um, um, in a text message in the future. Um, right. So, well, thank you so much for coming on and having this conversation. Oh, I swear we could talk for like two more hours. Yeah, um, I'm we had excited to listen back. Like I already forgot everything we talked about. I so always do. I'm going to have to, I'm me too. Yeah. So I'm going to have yeah. to well, That and the fact that I literally, oh, man, I was like going to ask you so much about segment intention versus free will versus your core and talking about your court floating and talking about meditation versus raising meditation versus appreciation all that stuff so yeah like we'll save it we'll save it um but real quick anything you wanted to just promote your twitter or anything like that uh your facebook or anything no i don't need followers <laughs> i need people to follow themselves follow yourself <laughs> follow your inner being no i mean my name's Karen Spear. If, you know, I follow you on Twitter. Self Love Stars, my handle. If you want to follow me, I'm not that exciting. I don't even think I have 100 followers. Maybe like 77. But that's fine with me. Like I'll just be in the vortex with my 77 followers. <laughs> Completely fine. But yeah, follow yeah. Andy though. Like go follow um, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, like my podcast people probably don't even know I have a Twitter. That's the funny part. Um. Yeah, you're probably the lowest following person, but the coolest person I have on my podcast. You know, <laughs> it's like it cancels. You know, usually, you know, ten thousand is like the bare minimum to get on here. I'm just kidding. Oh but, my god! <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you awesome. are, You should know that one in alignment with Source is more powerful than millions who are not. Yeah, that I just lose that millions of followers. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, you know, every all these people say they are aligned. So, you know, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so they are. all right. <laughs> all right, cool, cool. Um, I'm gonna stop this right now. <laughs>